Hello, hello. Welcome back. So last week we had Natalie Taylor on. If you guys missed that episode, I highly recommend you go back and check it out. So she shared with us a lot of copywriting tips. This week I am coming on with a quick solo show, but I wanted to go through what I see are some of the big trends in e-courses today. So if you're working on putting a course together and you want to make sure that you are kind of keeping up with everything that's going on in the e-course world today, this episode is going to be super helpful. First thing I wanted to cover is the importance of community. So this is one of the most important things that I see in e-courses today. People are really looking for not just knowledge and information from courses, but they want a source of support and community. A group of people who are going through the same journey as they are, they're working on the same challenge, and they're really looking for you as the teacher of the course to kind of be a leader in that community. Learners really value connection to the teacher. So what this looks like kind of practically for most of my students and clients It means having some kind of a Facebook group for your e-course students. You can use this group to not only let learners learn from each other so they can kind of ask questions and provide each other with feedback and information. It's also a great way to give them easy access to you, the teacher, in a way that's really efficient and not super time-consuming for you. So what I typically recommend for my students is that they do at least weekly lives in their Facebook groups for their online courses. You can either pick a topic and go through things that you think your students need to know specific to that topic. You can also just do general Q&A. The point here is to really be present in your community. You also want to make sure that you are leading with you, both in how you market your course, how you present yourself on social media, and in the course itself, right? You always want to make it really obvious that there is a real person behind all of this content. So as much of your personality as you can bring to your course and your materials as possible, that's another way to kind of create that community feeling. Next thing I want to talk about is membership sites. So this goes right along with community. Membership sites are super popular. I've really seen a lot of new membership sites crop up this year. And I think the reason that they are so appealing to people is just like we were talking about, they are really a great kind of community uh, of learning that provides ongoing support for folks who are maybe not familiar with membership sites Membership sites are subscription-based, and they allow members access to a set of materials that are only available to people who are inside that community. So for most membership sites, this can be a variety of courses, resources, tools, techniques. Uh, A lot of people do stock photo memberships is a really common type of membership. But the idea is that every month, people get a certain amount of new content. So membership sites are a great way to provide a really diverse range of resources. I would say the challenge of membership sites is you really have to be able to commit to a consistent schedule and you want to spend a lot of time engaging your community because like we said earlier, community is super important and for membership sites, you really got to be focused on building that community. But membership sites do have a lot of advantages for business owners. If that's something that appeals to you, if you really have in your heart that you love to build community, a membership site can be a great option because customers' lifetime value is really high, but you have a low cost entry point. So when you're selling like a signature course, you typically have a higher upfront cost 
which can be a barrier to entry for a lot of your potential learners. With a membership site, every month you're charging a fee, so over the course of the time that that student is a member of your site, they might end up spending a similar amount of money that they would if they were taking a signature course from you, but the initial cost to them is low, and it's lower risk for them, which is another thing that makes membership sites really appealing to students. That recurring income is also a benefit for you as an online entrepreneur because you get a steady source of income and that can make it a lot easier to kind of plan your life and figure out your finances when compared to the peaks and valleys of open close live launches. Another important trend is all about the niche. So online courses have been around for a while, but while the market is crowded, it's not necessarily super saturated. There are definitely things you can do to help you stand out. And one of the best ways to make your e-course stand out is to choose a niche topic. So what this means is So maybe instead of a course on photography, you could do a course on how to use your DSLR camera, right? So another example could be how to take great pictures on an iPhone, something like that. So you're kind of zooming in, not on a super broad topic, but on a particular niche that is going to be super appealing to a smaller segment of the kind of online e-course taking population. Next thing I want to discuss is the idea that we should be focusing on the transformation and on problem solving. So this kind of flows nicely from our discussion of niche courses. Adult learners are typically looking to achieve a goal or solve a problem. So if you think back to how we learned when we were in school, it was very like top down, right? The teachers, the adults in the room, they kind of decided what it is that we needed to learn, right? And we're just getting general introductions to a whole bunch of topics. How we learn as adults is completely different. Adult learners are seeking out learning typically because they want to solve a problem that they're experiencing or achieve a goal, right? So adult learners are very focused on creating some kind of immediate transformation for themselves. So when we design online courses, we want to make sure that we are framing the entire course in that way. Framing your course around a challenge is a great way to create value for your learners. So an example of this would be rather than a course that's just kind of bookkeeping, general thorough introduction to bookkeeping, you might have a course that's more like getting your business finances together the easy way. Imagine I'm a person who's struggling with staying organized in my business finances. If I see those two different courses, that second course really appeals to me because it has that issue that I'm facing right there. I'm struggling with this. I want to make it easy. And this course is going to give me a way to do that. What's key here is that you want to Figure out what the language of your customer is, what they perceive their challenges to be, and really use that language in the way you develop and frame your course. So this should come across in the course materials themselves, but also in your marketing copy, in your sales page, and in the way you talk about your course. You want to make sure that your entire course is really built around creating the transformation that you identified as being something that your learners really need. Uh, Our next trend for online courses are quick wins. The idea behind quick wins is that I think a lot of people, when 
you are going to put a course together, you start thinking about packing in a lot of value. And that comes from a really good place, right? We want to provide value to our customers. But as we just talked about, our learners are focused on problem solving for the most part. And to solve a problem, a course doesn't necessarily have to be a big, long six-week program. In fact, some of the most loved courses today are quick but value-packed. I love hearing feedback that's like, this took me maybe 40 minutes to get through, but has made such a difference in my business. If you give your audience really specific, tactical tips, they can implement them quickly, they can see them working quickly, that can be so powerful. Because people are busy. If you can give people those kind of quick wins, get them feeling good, get them feeling confident and successful right away, that can be super powerful. Our next trend is value-packed add-ons and tools. So course bonuses are a really good way to overcome some objections that your customers might have and help you sell more courses. But you want to make sure that you're picking the right bonuses. And I think that today I'm seeing more and more course creators really put a lot of thought and effort and energy into this. Rather than packing your course full of a lot of different bonus content that may only be like tangentially related to the topic of your actual course, so not not super relevant, just kind of padding it. What I'm seeing a lot more of and what I think is really smart is that you're strategically including bonuses that make it easy for your learners to implement your content. You can also do these kind of value-packed add-ons for a premium price, right? So you can do them as actually an additional upsell on your course if you're doing a add-on that really offers a lot of value, you can do it that way as well. Or you can include stuff for free so it's included with the cost of the course. So when I'm talking about a value-packed add-on, I'm talking about things like stock photos, templates. Um, a lot of my photographer clients, they'll do something like uh, a Lightroom preset. Things that make it easier for your learner to implement your content. So for example, if I were doing a, a social media course, I'm not teaching graphic design, but graphic design can be a barrier for my students who want to implement my social media tools. So what I might do is include a set of Canva templates. So these Canva templates are ready to go. They can implement the strategies I'm teaching without having to worry about graphic design. Uh, same thing if I'm including stock photos. Again, people need high quality photos in order to implement what I'm teaching them. Giving them those photos takes away some of that friction. So they're going to see success with my content really quickly. They're going to have what they need right there for them. So those kind of bonuses can be super, super helpful. Other great ones, things like email templates, Excel templates. If you're teaching anything with bookkeeping, you can give people a spreadsheet ready to go that they can just start putting their numbers in. Lots of good examples out there. Uh, and then one more quick one I wanted to mention, payment plans. So this one's pretty self-explanatory, but I am seeing more and more entrepreneurs offer flexible payment options. So I wanted to mention them. Using a payment plan does come with some headaches, uh, you know, chasing credit cards that stop working. But again, like with membership sites, payment plans lower the immediate barrier to entry for customers while still keeping the lifetime value of that customer high. So it can really help with your conversions if you offer a payment plan. Something else to consider, but just to sum up here, so our trends for e-courses, we've got the importance of community, membership sites, being specific and really targeting a niche, focusing on transformation and problem solving, giving your audience quick wins, 
and including value-packed add-ons and bonuses, and then considering offering a payment plan. So I hope this was helpful. Feel free to send me your questions, and if there are any topics you want to hear me cover on a future episode of the show, let me know. Otherwise, I will talk to y'all soon. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed today's episode and want to learn more, you can find me on Insta at Train Thrive Grow. And don't forget to leave a rating and review for this podcast in iTunes. Talk to y'all soon. Bye.